Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Big Bros Wrestling Podcast. I am your co-host, Alex. And I'm your co-host, Andrew. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about the main wrestling shows throughout the week, um, any pay-per-views that mm-hmm. come up and other news. We got Crown Jewel coming up here in a little bit, so yep. we'll be talking about that at the end. Um, sorry we missed last week. I was away, out of town with something. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, but we are back. Uh, yes. As for right now, nothing right now, unless something comes up, we'll miss any weeks. But we should be good for a little while. Yeah. But before we get really talking about any wrestling, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Obviously, like you can hear, as I'm sure, it's just the voice is still acting really up. Really just bit. still trying to get over that. Yeah, it's been really all that phlegm is in Yes. Other than that, it's been all right. I had a good weekend. Went up to the mountains and stuff. It was awesome. Beautiful. Lovely. Oh, it was mountains. warm. Really? Yeah. It was a warm weekend. It has dropped considerably, though. Oh, yeah. He's feeling like fall weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing really big for me here. Just working. That's waiting for the tire shop to get my new tires, which I was supposed to get. I originally was supposed to get it done Thursday. They said, we don't have them. We're ordering them. Like okay, they would they were going to be there yesterday. I get in there, they're like, okay, we'll take your car. They look at the tires and they go, they're the wrong size. So they they send them the wrong size. I'm waiting for a call today for them to say, hey, we have your tires, so I can just go in and be like, hey, I want my tires. Yeah, so I can get them on my car. Yeah, because they are bald. Yes. Oh boy, but no real big news that. I know about no. I mean, just the big stuff we could talk about, like during the shows. Yeah, because there's one funny thing that happened. If you know what I mean, um, yeah, we'll with AEW. Yeah, yeah, we'll you know that. the funny thing. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but let's just get straight into it and go with Monday Night Raw. We're gonna yeah. go with what happened last week, not this week. Um, we have Finn and Damian. Opening up the show because, you know, they were mad they didn't get to open it up the week before yeah. for the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. So they basically welcome everybody. It's like, hey, we're dominant. All Raw's for the Judgment Day, blah, blah, blah. And then Cody comes out and interrupts him. And he, you know, he's funny. He's like, how does it feel to be interrupted? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Cody says he wants to, like, I came out here to talk to your leader. But it looks like looks like Rhea's not here. And it's like, ooh. And they go, we don't have a leader. It's like, yes, you do. And they basically go back and forth, blah, 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 talking about Cody's story and other stuff. And they basically make it a match official for Crown Jewel, which is Damian Priest and Cody Rhodes, which is happening today. That's going to be fun. And they yeah. basically say, hey, we're going to beat you up. But then Jay comes out to help, and he doesn't do much help. And then they basically give Cody another injury, air quotes around injury. Uh, yeah. He did something that they hit his leg with a chair, oh, and it, yeah. like oh, he's going to become super Cody again. Whatever. How that weapon that he had it was a Knight of Champions when he faced Brock. Remember, he had the cast, yeah, and then basically cast. it was like. Titanium or whatever that he used. As yeah, a and they didn't say yeah. it was a weapon. Because like, okay, um, we got the first match of the night, which was Alpha Academy and New Day. 
It was a pretty good match. Yes. New Day won, I believe, which I'm not happy about. Yeah. Because you, mm. if you've been watching, Alpha Academy's been on a losing streak. Yeah. And that doesn't look good to me. I don't like that. No, nah, that's okay. Especially when you saw Chad Gable with that match that we were there at. Oh, my gosh. That, that was a Memorial Day at Raw. And you see, kiss. And you see him look like that. And you're like, hmm, maybe they're going to be doing something. Maybe Alpha Academy will get the push that we've finally been wanting. And then they're just losing and losing and losing. So what's going to happen? I just don't get what they've been doing with them. Uh, backstage, Becky just claimed she's a fighting champion. Yeah. Yep. Because she's actually going to defend the title. Then, we see backstage, Rhea Ripley confronts Seth freaking Rollins. Yes. So he, she basically offers him help. He's like, hey, listen, join the Judgment Day. We'll take care of Drew. Seth, kinda, and then maybe Damien will cash in on Roman. Oh, yeah. Trying that, they're trying to do, like, hey, that. there's that. If you join, Damien won't cash in on you. And he, he kind of, like, says, I don't need you guys. I don't, I'm nothing like Roman. And Reed says, think about it. He doesn't say no, but he yeah. doesn't say yes either, which we'll see later. And we have another match, which was Becky Lynch defending her title against Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Becky wins. Blah blah blah. We have some backstage stuff with Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis. He's Adam Pierce is like, hey, welcome to Raw. Let me show you around. All that fun stuff. We have um Tazawa uh, challenging Brunson Reed. Yep. Because they showed him that he needed to show like his assertiveness. And Maxine Dupree's like, what are you doing? Yeah. No. And I'm thinking the same thing is like either Hazawa's going to do really, really well and almost beat him, or he's going to get the crap kicked out of him. There's no in-between. Weren't they in that main event match that was before Raw? Yes, it so, was them. Oh, that's right. Oh, that And is- then there was the other one, which was, um, who was it? There's Champa and Raw, Riddick Moss. Yeah. Who got released. Yes. Before because he, released. he, like, nobody yeah. liked him. Wasn't like nobody liked him. He just wasn't popular. He was just another jobber at that point. Yeah, and they really just didn't have anything for him. We have the fatal five-way signing for the women's world championship. Mm-hmm. It ended the same way any um, contract signing would be. Yeah. It ends in a brawl, but Rhea Ripley's just standing there just like, ha-ha, I'm standing over here while y'all are taking each other out. That's going to make my job clear. Hey, yeah. Hey. That's the way the heel thinks. Yeah. Um, we have a match between Johnny Gargano and Giovanni Vinci. I think Gargano won. Yes. I don't think it really matters because they're what they're setting up for. Yes. Uh, we have a Logan Paul segment, which was, I think he, oh yeah, he, invo- he invited Dominic Mysterio out there and he said, hey, we're the yeah. same. You got a deadbeat dad, blah, blah, blah. And he starts talking about Ricochet and yeah. Samantha Irvin's like, hey, Samantha, yeah. say my name again. Yeah, just... I want you to say my name. And she, like, reluctantly is just like, no. And then Ricochet, oh, excuse me. 
Ricochet comes out and helps beat up Logan Paul. Obviously showing that they still have a a rivalry going, which they needed to keep going. Because yeah. of how he won at SummerSlam was stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's a good rivalry. Um, we have that. a yeah. women's tag title match. It was, you know, Chelsea and Piper versus Natalia. And you remember this? <laughs> um, What's her name? Why am I forgetting her name? Nikki Cross. Oh, remember she just stood there on the apron and just stared. Uh, that's so Nikki. Just no facial expressions, and then she randomly just hops down and leaves. Yeah, it's like what? It's just a crazy Nikki character, but yeah. yeah. Um, we have Miz confronting. What's his name? Adam Pierce. Yes. He's upset that he's getting a little screen time. Then what happens in that segment? <laughs> he yeah. gets a little screen time. Yeah. A running joke. Um, we have Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. That's a pretty good match. Yeah. I mean, they're both great wrestlers. Yeah. And we there's some more stuff. Reed does squash Tazawa. Yeah. Like, it's a squash match. And then to end the night, we had Damian Priest versus Jey Uso. Um, Jay won? No. Priest won the match. Yes. And then they started to beat beat him up. Did Sami Zayn come out to help? I can't remember. But no, Cody did. Cody comes out. With a chair, and he's limping the entire way because no. of his leg injury. It doesn't look like Sami came out. It was just All right. Cody come out with a chair, fending him off. And then that ends week one. Of Monday Night yeah. Raw. But now we got to get into week two, which was just this Monday. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, um, JD McDonough, and Dirty Dom, Dumb Dumb. Yes. Open up the show, basically welcoming everybody to Raw. And they're trying to remind everyone how dominant they are. And they take care of business when they do. And she's saying, like, nobody can stand up to me. I'm always on top of them. Sami Zayn interrupts them. Yes. And did you watch the promo? Don't think I watched that. Oh, promo. Sami Zayn gave a very, very passionate promo about how he's always standing up to people about in his career and life of people like the Judgment Day who were just like they're all about power and they'll do whatever they want want to keep that power. And he's like, I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna keep fighting you, whether it's just one on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. He didn't go that far on one. I will keep fighting you until there's no breath in my lung. Oh, wait. I think I did see this. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and it was a lot of people were saying, like, he's not just talking to the Judgment Day here. Yeah. Because I mean, the, people were thinking this is very parallel to the whole Israel and Palestine thing. Oh, that's yeah. He's very talking about that. But yeah, well, also, from what it sounds like from the... Powerful people doing whatever they want and whatever. It sounds like a lot of talk about Roman Reigns. If they talk about it, kind of, but like, he's just getting everyone to do his dirty work and mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I'm just gonna do my thing, have people help me win championships, and I'll keep it for how long has he had it? Three years, over, yeah, over three years okay. now. Yeah, because he won it right after SummerSlam in 2020, the week after, which is weird how they did that. And so there's that. And then 
They basically say, hey, you're going to fight Damian Priest in the main event. Okay. Dom's like, hey, let's, why don't we all beat him up together? Mm -hmm. But then Ricochet comes out because, like, the first match of the night is Dominic versus Ricochet. Uh, um, Dom Dom gets the win due to, you know, heel tactics. They, yeah. they distract Ricochet, like, so he can get a roll up and, you know, a hold of the tights. Yeah. Whatever. It's a go home show before. Yeah. Before Crown Jewel. Yep. Um, we have Raquel saying she's going to win the world championship. Cool. Uh, yeah. We have Alpha Academy versus the Creed Brothers making their yeah. main roster debut. I heard they did very, very well. I heard the first half of the match was not that great. But the second match was very good. Yeah, they're NXT, so they're still developmental. But from what I've seen from them, it's very impressive. Oh, but yeah, they're, they're very old, impressive. They're very old school, like Chad Gabe. Well, like in the Alpha Academy is. like I love their they, style of wrestling. Like, it's very, you don't see them doing a lot of like flips yeah. or like weird things. Like, yeah, they'll do the suplexes and stuff. But, yeah. Like, that's still classic wrestling. Yeah. They, yeah. I love that style of wrestling. Um, we have Nia Jax also saying she's going to win the championship. Just, and, and like, I think they go through like each person saying like, "I'm going to beat Rhea." No, I'm going to be Rhea. It's a fatal five where you just got everyone. Yeah, saying, yeah, I'm. I got this. We finally get Miz TV mm-hmm. with Gunther. Yes, he and first thing. Miz does announce, which is the first time ever, there's going to be a PLE next year, premium live event or pay-per-view, in Germany. That's right, they did announce. It's like Bash at Berlin or something like that. Yeah, or something along those lines. And he basically like, oh, since it's Germany, Gunther. Yeah. 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 That that, yeah. that was the connection. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. But I think what happens is can't remember if he went out first or if it was just Vince and Kaiser. They come out and basically say, Gunther's not coming to the ring because he doesn't like people like you. He says, you're annoying. And then they just basically go back and forth with each other, blah, blah, blah. insulting each other. You yeah. know, the normal. I, I don't know what they're putting Miz as right now. Yeah. Because he's not face, but he's more heel. Yeah, he's really good on the mic. This might be a good face push for him. Yeah. Which is weird. Which I can see for the Miz Mm -hmm. because of how good he is on the mic and everything. It'll be believable for him to have a face push like that. Yeah. But then right go back to being a because he's he's so a douchebag and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he is. He is that. You know, eventually Gunja does come out and get to the ring. He's a he goes on to say like Every I hate people like you because everything you do is beneath me. You're beneath me. Blah blah blah. And the only time no one takes you serious because the only time it gets serious is it matters how good of a wrestler you are. And then Miz goes, "Oh, so that's the game you want to play?" You know, when I was serious when I won my first WWE Championship over Randy Orton, I was serious when I defended it. I get John Cena in the main event. I was serious when I won it again a decade later. And I was serious when I made that Intercontinental Championship mean something. 
when he put it on like that high prestige and everything, he was yeah. furious, which Miz did. He did very I mean, well with that Intercontinental Championship. Who's credit, yeah. Because when people think of the Intercontinental Championship, there's like a few wrestlers people think of, yeah. like Chris Jericho, yes. Dolph Ziggler's one of them because he's mm-hmm. won it a lot. The Miz is one. Yes. And I don't know how many people before that, but like those people, when you think of the Intercontinental Championship, you think of them. I mean, just look how what the what they did when we were what the night of the Gunther Chad Gable match. They went through a lot of really good wrestlers that won the title. Hold on, it yes, Triple H and Shawn Michaels win it. Probably Razor Ramon. Was Razor Ramon, the Honky Tonk Man, of course. Yeah, but like that's a lot of people. Yeah, he's one of like the top people you think of when you think of the IC Championship. Yes. Yeah, yes. And they keep going, and they keep going back and forth. Eventually, Gunther says something in, I'm assuming, German. Yeah. To I them, mean, he well, says, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm just thinking here, huh? Why do you say? And he basically says, we're going to beat you up. He's able to fend off Vinci and Kaiser pretty easily. Gunther hits him with something. He knocks him down. But then Miz starts to fight back. But they do get the upper hand because it's three on one. Yes. And later, we'll just say later that night, Miz does confront Adam Pierce saying, I want a match against him. I want a match for that title. And Pierce says, You got to earn it. You got to beat somebody like Reed or something. And I'm just sitting here like, Really? He, he, Miz needs to earn it? I think so. Maybe on a Raw or Survivor series is where they're going to book that. Because okay. I think this, this was the go home. Mm-hmm. This was the go home Raw for Crown Jewel. I feel like WWE is trying to move away from last minute bookings like that. Yeah. So I have a feeling it would be on a future Raw. Oh yeah. Oh no. They've already said like yeah. before that he wasn't booked for yeah night for Crown Jewel. Yeah. I with Miz versus Gunter at Survivor Series. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be good. I like that. I like that a lot. The next match we have though is Imperium. Versus the returning DIY. DIY. They are packed together as a tag team for yes. the first time in, like, officially in years. Yeah. Oh, my God. They won. Yes. They did I mean, win. With the return, you can't see them not winning. Yep. After that, we have Candice LeRae versus Zia Lee. It ended very shortly because I... Well, they were talking I about an injury. This. But from what I've read, it could be wrong. Remember, I could be wrong about this. They said it was kayfabe injury. Huh. They said I heard one thing says it was kayfabe, but that could easily be wrong. She could actually be hurt. Yeah, well, this how ended. Of course, WWE's obviously caught on now that we know what the X means. Yeah, yeah. and everyone knows the yes. X. But which kind of heart? Which I and you see Wait. them going a lot of reality storylines. It's kind of hard to differentiate what's real and what's caveman. that. That's the thing now. They yeah. use the X now a lot in like storylines yeah. to make it seem like, oh, they're injured, which now we don't know anymore, which is caveman, yeah, which is real, which, which I think yeah. worked very well for WWE because now everyone knows oh, about yeah, it. They're like, yeah. why don't we just start throwing us in the storylines? People aren't going to know. I mean, uh, it's worked. I mean, right. with this one, you see conflicting reports and everything. And, All right, uh, now we got some promos. 
Gay yeah. basically is like, yeah, man, I'm going to take care of business. It's like Sami Zayn, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shayna says he'll win. Now, Drew McIntyre comes out. He basically says he's been giving his all for the wrestling company for like 20 plus years. And then, you know, he wins the Royal Rumble. He's going to get his WrestleMania moment. And then it's taken away from him from the, by the pandemic. He has to win WrestleMania in front of nobody. Yeah, I mean nobody's it's, there. It's it's a realism there. That's a tragedy, just, though. Just how it happened. Yeah, just like sure, like especially with how the WWE timeline is, that really screwed up their big big. Moment, it did their Super Bowl, their everything, the WrestleMania, and you have this all leading up and like right in between before it. It's just complete, just the pandemic. And everything having to move mm-hmm. all into performance center and everything. Yeah. I'm sure just that whole time it was just really and, hard for them. Yeah. With some fans. And he says he's going to win at Crown Jewel and there will be no more broken dreams. He, he, he keeps on teasing it. it. He keeps on teasing it. I would love it. it if he comes out to broken dreams today. That would be so cool. We've seen a lot on his TikTok to him teasing and putting in videos and everything like, hey, it's still here. It's still here. And then Seth Rollins, I believe he's in the ring. He yes. basically gives a promo saying, Drew, shut up and stop whining. Which Seth Rollins has a point here for a second. And a second, he said, like, yeah, people had it way worse than you. They didn't know when their next paycheck was going to come from. They didn't know if they were going to be able to eat or see their family again during that time. And what were you doing? Oh, yeah, you were WWE champion with a set job for during that pandemic. And I'm thinking, I'm, like, that's got a very good point yeah. there. Obviously, we talk about the other side. You talk about pandemic and yeah. how that ruined your dreams. And there was people, like, there were some people who didn't know where they were going to be able to eat because they didn't have a job during the pandemic. I mean, I mean Grant... I was lucky enough to have a job during the pandemic. Were you here well, for the pandemic? I was still in high school. Okay. So, so I, it didn't really matter to you. Yeah. So you were just like, there. Yeah. I had a job during the pandemic, so I was fine. Like, I still get full-time hours, so nothing really affected me. In fact, I think I got more money because I was working more. Okay. But, but um, yeah, just some people with jobs like that, it, yeah, it really hit them hard. It hit them hard because, like, they can't do anything. In some of these jobs, they can't go in person because people are like, well, no, you got to lock. We're in lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, he has a great point. But Seth did say at the end, I will fight you to the end. And he, and if you do win, guess what? I will shake your hand just like I did all those years ago when I fought you for the WB championship. I shook your hand. Click your hand and congratulations. And then Seth has a match against J.D. McDonough. Mm-hmm. Um, Zia Lee, and this is funny because she challenges Becky Lynch to a match. And then Becky Lynch is like, we'll go right now. And Zia Lee goes, no, not right now. We do what I want. It's like, yeah. But you just challenged her. And then when she says, let's go right now, you're like, wait, I didn't mean now. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, We have Chelsea Green versus Natalia in the annual. Cricker Street Fright. Yes. I heard it had mixed reviews. I heard it, it was like, okay. I think it would have been better if it was other people, but that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then we have the main event, which is Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest. I think, no, 
This ended in DQ. Jay caused it, remember? Oh, I, Jay, I do remember Because he super yeah, kicked yeah. Damien, and they basically yeah. went back and forth. Cody came out to help, and they just ended with a little brawl. And I think um, the good guy, the faces, you know, Jay, Cody, and Sammy, they, they were on top. And that ended the go-home show for Monday Night Raw. I thought these were two very good Raws. Yeah. Really showcasing their talent. And again, I think what Triple H is doing, he's been showing a lot of the women's roster. Yeah. When Vince was in charge, you'd be lucky to see a women's match. Well, I mean, it'd be like AEW nowadays. You maybe get one match on the card. Two, if you're extremely lucky. But yeah, just the women's division... Doesn't really think, seem it's, with what Triple H is doing, he seemed to be getting on the right track, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, you see, Rio opens the show. Yeah, everyone in the match has a little promo saying declaring they're yeah. gonna win. You had a women's, you had two women's matches. Yeah, however, God, during the Trigger Street fight, Nikki Cross was there. They yeah. like she was like sitting under a table with like a pumpkin over her head. And then they yeah. take off the pumpkin, and she's just sitting there, just um, no, no reaction. Think, and you got to think like some good acting, because you know how hard it would be not to just like start smirking during yeah. that. Oh yeah, that was the big thing with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. No one could get him to smirk. The, the, Nobody the, except I think oh, it was no. one time. No, someone was trying to get him to do this. Someone was trying to get him to do the Spinner Rooney. I don't think it was Booker T. No, they all. No, they all. It was him, Kane, Triple H. They all wanted yeah, him to do the Spinner Rooney, and he's just like, "No, I'm not doing yeah. the Spinner Rooney." There was also the. You remember the other challenge? No one could get Brock Lesnar to break character. He was all uh, like, yeah. But there was one. Our truth got him to break oh, character. Because it was before the world where it was like, "I'm gonna be you, Paul Heyman." Wait, you wait? Not bad. Officially, Kevin, well, they're all rumble. That's right. It, it, it had Brock Lesnar dying. I mean, <laughs> it had me die, too. Yeah. Our truth is just a national treasure. Yep. And he lives down here, too. Yeah, he does. Here in I saw him the other day South driving. South. Yeah. I know what kind of yes. Okay, listen. When I say I know what kind of car he drives, I've seen him in his car. I've taken his order while he's been in his car, and my sister who works at who worked at Valvoline worked on his car. I know he drives a I'm not gonna say it. I know what kind yes. of car he drives. Yeah. I saw him like, I wonder if that's our truth. Gosh, that is our truth. Yeah, we, yeah, we live in the South Charlotte area, so, so yeah, that's where lot. he lives. So yeah, um anything else you want to add for Raw though? Nothing. Just uh, really good Raws. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. That is all of Raw. Now let's move on to Dynamite Now. Um, we're doing the week before here. So opening the night, we get Renee Paquette interviewing MJF before um, Roger Strong and the Kingdom interrupt him. And no, um, no, MJF calls Adam Cole first. And mm-hmm. before MJF can even start, um, Roger Strong comes in and interrupts them. And everything just continuing that. And there wasn't really anything there. MJF um, talks about Jay White and all of that. Just continuing that with him still having... Jay White still having the Triple B, stealing it from MJF. And then 
Um, the screen went back. Black. Went to black. Sorry about that. Mm. And the devil, the devil man. appeared, or the, the man the, in the devil mask, dude in the devil mask, even appearing. Yes. Like also, the amount of people who think that it's CM Punk, you are so wrong. Yeah, we've seen that backstage stuff. I laugh at whenever someone says, "Oh, it's CM Punk." It's CM Punk. Also, speaking of that. During Seth Rollins' promo, he said, cry me a river. And then people were like, oh, what? Jungle Boy, Jim Perry said, cry me a river when he said, that's a real glass. And I'm like, yeah, it, it's, there's y'all really jumping through some really big hoop. That, that's a really big hoop. They are like, y'all are really just doing something to figure out like, oh, no, this is what it means. It's like, no, it's not. Like, Shut up. I, I really don't think this is CM Punk. This is two strikes with backstage stuff. And, and then they're going to throw him into something like that? Yeah. So the build on him doesn't look right. Yeah. CM Punk is a skinny guy. Yeah. This guy looks like, he's not stocky, stocky, but he looks like he's a little stockier and not as lanky as CM Punk. So I don't think that's I don't know who it could be. Yeah. It's going to be a shock to everybody. Who it is? But I don't think anybody has any idea. But yeah, and we don't know who it is. Anyway, but anyway, putting up the night first match of the night, we get um the dynamite diamond ring match with uh, MJF taking on Juice Robinson. Um, of you course, the rock hard part. Of course, you get the guns coming out to try to distract and help Juice win the diamond ring, but. That doesn't end up happening, and MJF does uh, get it back. Or yep. no, he keeps it. Keeps it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um. Anyway, um. After the, the match, the guns yes. tried to beat beat MJF, but into the kingdom comes with Roderick Strong, and they roll him down the ramp in a wheelchair because yeah. Okay, he has the neck. He have the neck brace on. Yeah, I, I'm sure. What's he? he does. Why is he in the wheelchair now? I, I have no idea. It's just the whole thing. But anyway, here's where we get some juicy stuff. Um, MJF, MJF. Um, so the guns talk about. Oh, we want the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles with which MJF has supposed to be with Adam Cole, but since Adam Cole's injury and everything, it's just been MJF. And so MJF says, "Hey." You want to shower them in full gear? Got it. Noose. I'll see you at full gear because I think that was the first match they announced was MJF and uh, Jay White at full gear. Um, but he also announced the next week, which we'll get to. Um, in the main you, event, the main event, you four versus me and three other people. Were just that. That's it. An amen tag match. And if he win, yes. if they win, Daylight has to give the belt back. Yeah. Which, even if he did win, wasn't going to happen. Yes. And you see Roderick Strong in the kingdom there say, hey, you're going to kick us, right? And MJF said, no. Um, Basically, says no. I think, I think for some reason the acclaimed was out there. And then you have Max Caster there. They've been teasing this a little bit before. Because the Clemson's been offering their help with dealing with a Bullet Club Gold 
for MJF and everything. And oh yeah, they did come out. Yeah, they claimed in Daddy Butt. Yes. Not gonna say the other word. Yes, yes. jumped into the ring and helped. They did. They did come out to help too. Yes, but um, just a lot of teasing that MJF still really reluctant to work with the acclaimed and everything. But and MJF walks up the ramp and and the Omega comes out because that was it. Yeah, it was that Saturday. Yeah, then it was last Saturday. It was last Saturday. On collision, Kenny Omega and MJF for the AEW Championship because if Kenny Omega won that, then MJF wouldn't beat his record. That's right. And MJF is like, I want to beat that record. So they have a little stare down. Yep. They don't really say anything. It's just a little thing to hype up collision and everything. They show Wardlow. Yeah, a little thing with Wardlow. Wardlow having his sights set on. MJF after everything. Yep, and he still wants to beat up MJF. Yeah. Which he already did. Which is weird because remember he, he beat the crap out of MJF when he yeah. get his like official contract so he could be because remember he technically they said he was technically not with AEW, he was with MJF. Oh which was the dumbest yeah. storyline. Yeah. Oh, oh. But he's anyway. taking off his, his sweatshirt. It is a little warm in here. Anyway, yeah. So that happens. Then next we get the Dark Order taking on Hook and RVD. What is okay? We'll get to it later, but yeah, keep going. So um, it ends up Hook's Hook ends up tapping John Silver out, and they win that match. And then Tony Giovanni's in the ring and introduces Darby Allen and Sting. And they're talking. Oh, they they're saying like, "Hey, Sting, you've been doing this for so long. We have a special gift for you." Yes. And who is it? This is so freaking dumb. Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Rick Flair. And everyone's like, "I would be, huh? Yeah, Rick, Rick Flair. Yeah." So. And they they do some stuff. He says, like, you know, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. There's the woo. Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne walked out. <laughs> it's seeing the most geriatric group of people out there. It's like, Christian Cage yeah. is like, he's, he's not old, but, like. He's been there a couple years. He's been in this business a couple years. How long is yeah. RVD, though? Also, yeah, he's up there. But it, you know, I, you know, he's fifty-two. He's the same age as Jericho. Is he the same as Jericho? Jericho, well, Jericho. I know, he's, Cage, I know Jericho's and Christian Cage and yeah, Al Copeland. Yes, now Sting and Ric Flair. Ric Flair's getting yeah. spent seventies. But I think this is really cool to see them together because of WCW and everything. Yeah, that's what too. it is. It's really I, even though it's just. Um, pumping up ratings and everything. I still think it's really cool to see them two together and everything. Um, oh gosh! So Tony Khan is a billionaire, and this is this is Griffin Cage saying it. Yeah, and he gets is this is the gift he gets: Sting, a suit, some gold chains, and a black liver. It's like, oh, he's not wrong. I mean, you we know we know Ric Flair's lifestyle. Yeah, it's it won't. Looks like they do yeah. some back and forth with each other. Yeah. 
I think, oh, wait, hold on, Darby, he, who challenges? Because Sting accepts a challenge from somebody. Is it just Christian Cage? And- no, no, it's Christian Cage and, and Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. It's going to be those three versus Darby, Sting, and another person of their choosing. We'll get into that in the next week because we get our answers. And so they accept that challenge, and yeah. Oh, okay, that's wonderful. Um, apparently, we're going to sit down interview with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has been wrestling for 33 years. He said, I can't ever remember having a beatdown like he did against Powerhouse Hobbs. Was that last week? Was that oh, the week before I, Powerhouse I, Hobbs beat up Chris Jericho? I think it must have been, yeah. And I think it was basically like, Chris Jericho has a lot of friends. Oh, he's basically saying, I'm not done with you, Powerhouse Hobbs. I got some friends, and I need to go make a call. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know what they're referencing now. Okay. Yeah. We have the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Championship match, which is? um, We get, well, the champions are Hangman Adam Page and the Young Bucks. Or the Hung Bucks, as a lot some people call them. Yes. And we're taking on uh, the Hardys and Brothers A. Eh? I have no idea who that is. Um, but it was... Uh, it looks like they, 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 they retain. They retain. But the real part comes after. Because live footage shows on the screen after showing Prince Donna and Swerve breaking into... Adam Page's house. And continuing this, um, Swerve gets to Hangman's uh, kid's crib and says, you owe me a debt, Hangman. And since you're not here, it's Hangman Jr. who owe me something. You will. It's not today. Mm-hmm. And puts a Moga Embassy shirt in the crib and whatever, signaling, this ain't over. And I think later... The, this might be next week, but anyway, they did announce that it'll be Hangman Swerve Strickland 2 at Full Gear. And then we get a little thing with Renee Paquette and Adam Copeland backstage, and Darby and Sting come in. Um, Why does... Okay, so Brother Zay is Isaiah Cassidy. Oh. Uh, and... For those of you who probably already know, you haven't seen him, but why does he look like you got um, Montez Ford from Wish? Yes. Some of the, yeah, those pictures. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, Bobby Allen's saying interrupt Adam Copeland, signaling, could Adam Copeland be the third man? And, and all that. Um, Hikaru Shida versus Ruby. And she ends up retaining. Mm-hmm. And then... But after the match. After, Timeless yes. Tony Storm. What was there? Yeah. And I, they announced something, her quest for gold at full gear. It'll be for the women's championship. There's no other women's championship. It, it'll pro- I'd see that happening at full gear coming up here. Um, And then we have MJF being interviewed. About collision mm-hmm. coming up with 
Um, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Um, Samoa Joe interrupts. Basically offers, um, yes. like, hey, I can help you next week in the main event. You don't have to answer me now. Because he, he says one condition, I get a rematch. Yeah. You don't have to answer me now, but you're probably going to have to pretty soon with the way things are going. Yeah. And that basically goes into the main event. Which was Orange Cassidy and Okada taking on Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. Um, hard-hitting match, I am sure, with all that firepower in the ring. Um, pretty dang good match. It looks yeah. like Danielson and Castagnoli, Castagnoli won the match. Yes, good. But, but it looks like Brian Danielson got hurt. Yeah, and then he suffered a fractured orbital bone, I think. Oh, that's right. It was it was this match. Yeah, that's the match where he got hurt. Yes, I forgot. That's the match he got hurt. So the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club comes out and checks on him, and apparently, uh, Orange Casty was also. I haven't heard this. I don't think this injury. I think this was more. Yeah, just story. Hey, baby, story. And then, but I think you got beat. You lost a match. They're going to go check on yeah. you, make sure you're okay. It was best friends, Rocky Romero and Hook. They all come like, "Are you okay, buddy? Yeah. Are you okay? I know you just lost that match. Are you okay?" Yeah, and all that. That ends that. Yeah. So anyway, we go to let's go to collisions. Go to collision yes. first because yes. nothing matters except for the main event. Yes, I did not watch the match live. Every single thing I've heard of and the clips I've seen, that match was amazing. Yeah. No business being that good. Well, I mean, it's two of the greatest wrestlers. Well, not of all time, but certainly two great wrestlers now coming in. Oh, Kenny the God of Wrestling. I mean, which I'm like, okay. There's all that. But anyway, two really good wrestlers coming in, having a match. I honestly, I'm not surprised. I knew that match would be a banger. Just having those two in there, no people knew, but they didn't know it was going to be like, holy crap, that was a good match. Well, I mean, it's collision. We've seen what happens. They're fighting. They're fighting college football. They're trying to bring everything they got. That's why they're putting all these big names on there, trying to like, guys, watch collision. It's like, no, I want to watch Alabama football or something like that. Yeah. By the way, screw Alabama. Yeah, yeah that's what's screw anyway. But so that happens on collision, thus going to make MJF the longest reigning AEW. He does it more training. And ironically, that's how the night starts off. MJF with Renee Paquette. Oh, for the next. Yeah, kicking off the show backstage, talking about everything. Adam Cole. Comes on this time in a video call, it seems. Um, congratulating MJF. What do you have? Oh, this is gonna be Rampage. Oh, yeah. So, um, Adam Cole coming on. Um, congratulating MJF as now he will officially become a longer training AEW world champion and all that. Um, and then Roger Strong comes up. Um, and what does he do? He rolls up in his wheelchair. Yes. Kid. 
Yeah, I still think it's funny. He's in a wheelchair. He's like, can you believe Max leaving midair conversation? And he basically says, I can't believe he just left. And then yeah. Adam Cole loses his connection and everything. But yeah. the end of transmission was interrupted by the, the, someone wearing the devil mask. Yes. It's like, who is this man in the devil mask? We'll, we'll get either at full gear or after full gear. Okay, minute, okay if you, they attack Jay White, right? I think that's the only thing that, in terms of attacking someone that they've done, it's just been appearing on screen. We don't know what's going on with that. We don't know who it is. And he has a group of people helping him, too. Yes, as we've seen with the attack on Jay White. So, yeah. All that. Oh, um, anyway, opening the mat, opening match of the night, Orange Cassidy defending his international championship against against Fabio Lanzignoli. And Wheeler Utah's there, too. Yes. But, but her prepared a very good match. Yeah. But it looks like Claudio does retain. No. Claudio retains? No. Uh, Orange Cassidy retains. Sorry. He does retain. Yes. This is a match, though. John Moxley came to the ring. But then Moxley just beat him up and says, and I think it's basically a challenge like, hey, I want a rematch. Yeah. I guess he's okay with his concussion protocol. So yeah. He had a back concussion. Yes. And before we move on, did you hear the stuff that John Moxley said that it should happen? He's like, there should be separate, like, um, screen or whatever for, like, everyone else so they can see all the wrestlers and see the signs of, like, a concussion or all this so they can be better, more better prepared for stuff like this because nobody knew he had a concussion in that match. We had a concussion. They didn't oh, see the signs of it. He said they just need to have something, be more aware of that. Which I'm like, yes. I think they need to be more aware of the concussions because if you keep fighting yeah. with a concussion and it gets bad, you may have some brain damage. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there should be doctors at ringside at least. There, I think there's, there's always like just, medical personnel at ringside. Yeah, but I agree that there should be like... Some somehow they could get feeds to like see the wrestlers up close to see signs of a concussion and all that. But I, I'm surprised there wasn't that already with technology these days. But it's good for him to call that out and everything because obviously with concussions you need to take it very very seriously. Yep. Um. After that, MJF is trying to get Kenny Omega's attention, yes. but Kenny Omega does not open the door. Jericho, yeah, and then um, slams the door MJF's face because MJF's like, "Is Kenny in there?" Yes, MJF walks away. Warlow comes up, shoves him against the wall. You took away everything from me. Now I'm going to take everything from you when you least expect it. And everything that'll be the next feud, obviously. Um, and then he he he, he lets him go and leaves. MJF side goes like. He turns the corner and you just see the acclaim just smiling big with his eyes. Says, Please pick us or something like that. They're like, come what? on, pick us. And MGF just goes, Yeah. <laughs> just like, they're going, Well, MGF still doesn't have, at this point, still doesn't have three partners for the eight man tag match tonight. And guess what? Three people right there. 
but he clearly doesn't want to tag with them. But yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, after that, we get Moxley backstage. Um, He's basically talking to yes. Orange Cassidy, saying like, "I was a friend to you," and then I let you walk away in Chicago. And right now, I'm not doing too good, so maybe this isn't about you. Maybe you're just the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Blah blah blah. He basically challenges again for the international championship. Yes, at full gear this time. At full gear, which is in a couple weeks, which is the 18th. Yes. Which, yeah, it's the 18th. It is the 18th. I remember I'm looking at it. Yes. So two weeks from Wait, today. 18th. They're doing it on a Saturday? Or is it on a Sunday? November 18th. Oh, they're doing it on a Saturday. I guess. So? Hey, AEW taking a, well, taking a page out of WWE's book doing a Saturday show. Good mm-hmm. for them. That's good for them. Yeah. What's next? So, after that, let me, um, we get um, the Young Bugs and Adam Page defending their six-bag tag, tag team champions. Again, this time against the Gates of Agony, I believe they're a Ring of Honor group. Bishop Khan, Poa Leona, Leona, and the the Machine, and Brian Cage, Cage. there as well. Um, uh, And good, buddy. I didn't watch this match, so I'm trying to figure out what happens. Um, Oh, uh, we get new Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team. Oh, they won champions, and so I guess all of them are with the Mogul Embassy, and so they take that away from uh, the Young Bucks, and mainly with this Adam Page, as we know with the Mogul Embassy, Swerve Strickland is the leader of that. Um, and then we see backstage right after after the match, security has to pull apart. Um. Swerve and Hangman Page, um, because uh, they're trying to fight each other and everything, um, and and then it just shows Matt Jackson getting really mad. Yeah, uh, more stuff about MJF trying to find a tag partner. He goes yeah. to Samoa Joe. He actually he was about to go to Samoa Joe. Yeah, but he's like, hmm, no. And then again, they claimed her there. Yeah, with a son. They want him to pick him, and Jeff just storms off. Yeah. Up next, Tony Schiavone is interviewed by. Or he's interviewed. Yes. Superstar. Yes. So, talking about that. um, Talks about the interaction last last week with um, Barbie and Sting coming to see him or interrupting him during his promo with. And if I can't and everything signaling, hey, did this happen? And he mentioned, Am I going to team with Sting and Darby Allen at full gear? The response of this Christian Cage, along with Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne, come out. And Christian Cage comes out and says, I'm going to retire Sting at full gear. Whether he likes it or not, he's not making it to Revolution next year. I'm just going to end it right then and there. And. Something about. Um, yep. No, I don't think you're wrong, you, Adam. Or anyone else with your neck problems. And I'd hate for this fairy tale of yours to turn into a nightmare. So I'm going to suggest you go 
You back down from me right now. If you know what's good for you, Adam, you'll you'll back down from me or else I'm going to snap your neck and leave you in a wheelchair. You're you used to be somebody, but I can also see this isn't again. So guys, give them a little preview and it looks like they tried to yes, be do that. Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne guards Adam Copeland. He fights them off. And then Christian Cage gets in the ring and stares him down. Um, but then Nick Wayne does get a move in on, gets a hit in on uh, Adam Copeland. So then Sting comes into the ring and Darby Allen comes down as well and help Adam Copeland. And then Christian Cage looks to turn things around, but speared by Adam Copeland. And Copeland says, you want to snap my neck? I'm going to beat you. So I'm Sting. You want to put her in full gear? Yes. I'm your man. He basically says, it's going to be uh, Christian Cage, Nick Wayne, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen, Sting. Did I say Sting twice? Maybe I didn't. It's supposed to be Christian Cage, Nick Wayne, Luchasaurus versus Sting, Darby Allen, and And, Adam Copeland. And now Adam Copeland at full gear. I guess this is good. This part's funny. Yes. And and as we've been told, a very important announcement by Tony Khan. An important announcement? Oh, it's got to be big. All right. Going back to Wembley next year. Woohoo. That's the only thing. And tickets go on sale December 1st. And And also, that that was your big announcement. You could have just done what WWE does and just just did a Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, obviously, with the other stuff, it actually had some significance when they were bringing up Collision, trying to get hype for that, talking about CM Punk going to be there and everything. And this is like, hey, there, we got a big show coming back to Wembley next year. That's the big news. And then next, we have Daddy Magic Matt Menard yes. and Cool Hand and. Was it Anger Ange? I'm assuming Ange because it's Anne Parker. Golden Jack. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. They have a they have a match. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a match. Oh Jericho and Kenny Omega win, but Don Callis comes out. He's basically saying, Oh yeah, we still got powerhouse hobs. He's a big guy. Yes. And then they were like, oh man, who do we get? They go, like, oh, Don Callis says, like, there's no one bigger than Hobbs. It's like, yeah. maybe not a normal man, but as big as what Hobbs is, he's not a giant. And then music plays. I haven't seen much from him in terms of his AEW stuff. Uh, it's all white. It's Paul White, up. or as literally every other person on planet Earth knows him as Big Show. Yes. And then everyone's just like, the crowd was like, yeah, but also like, yeah? Why? Every single person at all on TikTok and Twitter is just like, no one asked for this. Honestly? Yeah. He, Nobody I know was clamoring for a Big Show remake. Because to be honest, Big Show, even when he was in his prime, I'll be honest, not that entertaining. I mean, yeah. I Maybe in his early, early days he was good, but, like, when he started, like, getting older, he was just not that good. I haven't seen a lot of stuff with his AEW. I already know he's had a couple matches. I don't remember watching any of them. But, anyway. 
We get that. Oh, what? In two weeks, it's going to be a street fight. Oh. What? Is it a triple threat street fight? Uh, or not a triple threat, six-man street fight? I think so. I didn't see it. That's going to... Okay. That's going to be... Oh, That's interesting. I kind of like this. I kind of like this. Let's see. After the commercial break, though, we have this. We get uh, Renee Peckett backstage with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho talking about a big street fight with all white now being in the mix, his big return and everything. And then the Young Bucks interrupt them and talking about and get Kenny Omega back on their side with the Elite and everything and saying, who invited Chris Jericho here and everything. And Kenny Omega basically says, yeah, sure. He's you like him or hate him. He's against the Don Callis family. The enemy of my enemy yep. is my friend. And then, but basically, Matt's like, you know what? No, I don't trust him. He's going to screw you over. Like, enjoy your time here. Just clean up when you're done. Yeah, Matt, I, I, I'm with Matt Jackson. I want to Chris Jericho. Yeah. Next, we have Hikaru Shida versus Willow Nightingale for yes. the AEW Women's World Championship. Ba, ba, ba. But it looks like it was a successful defense. Yes. I Nothing's happening until full gear. It's uh, it's obvious with this. Um, time, Tony Storm. Goes to the ramp. Hikaru Shida over the ramp and blasts her with a knee. And then they ran backstage. Yeah, oh, the lights went dark. When the lights turned back on, Julia Hart was in the ring, standing behind Willow. Yeah, Julia offered her hand to Willow. Sky Blue jumped in the ring and got in between them, and Sky stared at Julia. Blah blah blah. Julia nodded at Sky Blue. She turned around and looked at Willow. They turned back and sprayed mist into Julia's eyes. I think Sky Blue is going to pay for that. Yeah, said Taz. So it looks like yeah. Julia Hart and Willow Nightingale are making a little. Friendship, but yeah, Sky Blue is like no, yeah, and everything. So there's a little that again. I've said this countless times before. AEW has a very lackluster women's division and all this, so we don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, anyway, MJF is backstage, sitting on the floor, and says he can't find anybody. Yes, and he claimed. Approach him once again. Max Wheel emphatically denies their help yep. and everything. He, he, he goes, Do you understand me? Um, I got one more group on my list. And you just turn around and he should be sta- and who should be standing? Uh, whoever typed this did not do it. Yeah. Uh, but who was there? Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. And Karen, yep. And they go, we're here to help. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. That, that's No. I Yeah. Renee Paquette. Yes. Was backstage when she was interrupted by Roderick Strong in the kingdom. They 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 dial Adam Cole again. He answers. Roderick Strong goes, hey, Adam, can you believe Max didn't even attempt to ask us yeah. his tag partners? And uh, <laughs> Cole just goes, dude, shut up. Yeah, 
Now we have the main event. Anyways, in the main event. We have the Bullet Club gold. Yes. And then we still don't know who Mac is going to choose. Yes. But when he comes out, he has the acclaimed. He has acclaimed gear on. So he just folded. Oh, he came out with. No, they came out with him. And yeah. he had and he had yeah. acclaimed. Yes, he had acclaimed gear on and everything. So it's like he kind of went with his last option and mm-hmm. got them to be with to be there with them. Um and they did end up wait. No. No, no. look up no. the old one. Old Club Gold do because Jay White yes. pinned MJF. I forgot, yes. And they were yes. going to attack him afterwards, but then they were but then they fended him off Mexico. Fended him off and basically they just fended him off. And then at the end, I hate the way they says they say that. Yeah. But they have a four-weighted scissor part. Yeah, and all that. Just finally getting MGF to do the thing they've been wanting to but do for a while. That ends right. dynamite. Yes. And that ends both. They're really weeks, just yes. setting up for full gear, it looks like, which is yes. you, you know what's really funny? We have three pay-per-views this month. Crazy man. We got Crown Jewel yeah. in an hour. Yeah. We have in two weeks we have full gear and the next week we have Survivor Series. Man. It's crazy month, Pay-per-views. Man. But that's yeah. all of Dynamite. Anything else you want to add, dude? No. Alright, that's all of Dynamite. Let's move on to Friday Night SmackDown. We have the one from not last night, but the week before. We start with the contract signing. We have Roman Reigns coming in first. You know, yes. he's doing his little entrance. And right when he raises the championship, L.A. Knight's oh, music yeah. plays, and which is the biggest middle finger you could do. Pretty much. And he, L.A. Knight walks in, walks right by Roman Reigns, walks in the ring for the contract signing. And where does he sit? At the, At the head of the table. table. He's playing these mind games. He's sitting right there. He's like, Roman Reigns tries to move the table, and he goes, no, no, say it right here. Yeah. They do their little signing, blah, blah, Nick, Nick Aldis is there, you know, just to officiate it. They have their signing. But LA Knight gives a great promo. Yeah. Basically talking about, like, I'm so good, I'm better than you, I'm going to beat you at Crown Jewel, all this stuff. Which... He goes like, and what is like, and by the time we get to Crown Jewel, you're going to be thinking to yourself, what the hell does happen? He just walked out with my WWE Championship. But you see, you don't understand. Yeah, this is my first time, but I would need one time. Because while you failed over and over again, while you were busy doing suffering succotash. Yeah, I remember. I've been out here telling everyone whose game it is, not yet. Because there's going to be one WWE Championship. Yeah. It's all about to come real soon. Blah, blah, blah. Roman, he goes, he beats, he keeps saying, like, I'm better than you. I'm going to beat you up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, with everyone saying, oh, hey. And then Roman flips the table the long way, yeah. though. He takes the table. I was like, that's weird. He starts beating him up. LA Knight gets them. Advantage. Yeah. Um, Jimmy comes out, of course, to help beat him up. He gets the upper hand, and he's about to put him through the table. But L.A. Knight, he's a pretty cool 
character. He's a pretty cool cat. Mm-hmm. He gets him and basically puts him through the table to end that segment and show that, hey, LA Knight's on top. And the contract is official. Just more hype for their match today. Yeah. Which is going to be the main event. Yes. Let's see. What was the first match of the night? It was the Street Profits versus Carlito and Santos Escobar. Uh, Who won that match? The Street Profits did win. It looks like it was a pretty good match. I mean, they're both very, they're all very good wrestlers. Who got the win? Ooh. But it did, um, the Street Profits did end up getting the upper hand and uh, winning. Dawkins tags himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dawkins got the pin. Wait, no. Wait, who got the pin? It doesn't well, matter. Yo, anyway. It doesn't matter. The Street Profits won. We move on for that. We get the Bloodline Locker Room, which is three people yes. now. Plus Paul Hammond, so four. Yes. He's holding a green... Because I forgot yeah. they're, like, each city they go to, they have to, like, advertise the NFL championship belts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Paul Heyman holding the um the Packers one. Yeah. And when they were in Fast Lane in Indianapolis, Pat McAfee came out with a Colts. Oh, that's right. One. Yeah. Very, yeah. Heyman, they're basically saying, hey, Heyman says that he's going to give this very title tonight. Because it will be the closest he or the Packers will get to being a champion. Oh, oh wow, that's dirty. It's awesome. Oh, but that's man. true, though. Yeah. yeah. He basically saying blah, blah, blah. Other stuff. If this thing does not get rid of these ads and covering up half of what happened, because I didn't get to watch. What was I doing last Friday night? Well, yeah, that was when I, I know was, where you were last Friday yes, night. I was on my trip, so I couldn't. We were doing a lot of stuff that evening, so I couldn't watch it. But it was more just like, yeah, just talking about and how Roman doesn't like Jimmy saying the word eat. Yeah, Kathy Kelly has a backstage interview with Logan Paul. Yeah, Kelly asks Logan what made him sucker punt Rey Mysterio. You know they don't say never let them know your next move. He hits this as big as blah blah blah. Logan likes the Rey Mysterio t-shirt. Owens is rocking. Oh, I forget this. I forgot about this. Austin, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller are like, what? Because Owens says they have punchable faces. And oh, he can get punch, them, yes. punch their faces with one yes. punch. Jamie Merc- Jamie Noble comes by. He, he's like, Owens is like, they have punchable faces, don't they? Don't you agree with me? Jamie's like, yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. They walk with these stand right beside yes. each other. Just what's he going to do? Perfect. Walking up and like we're standing right beside each other. He's going to punch, and out of nowhere, you just see the gets both like, of them. Oh, yes, yeah. do it, do it, do it. I do remember seeing that. Yeah, that was that was. That was oh my gosh, I had me dying. Also, um, I don't think it was this week, or it might have been a certain week. Um, they had like a little um. They were doing the rehearsals, whatever, and for some reason they were recording. It was Bailey doing her little promo, and out came Kayla Braxton in a oh. Michael Cole suit. Oh, <laughs> she had like gosh. a big suit. It was one of those like muscle, like you know, this fake like Halloween oh, yeah, yeah, costumes, yeah. like muscles, yeah. and have like the um the singlet as a Cole, and she dresses yeah. Michael Cole. Oh, and it was hilarious. Funny. But what's funny though is. I'm pretty sure Dragon Lee was out there without his mask. 
And if that was him, you know how mad he's going to be. He's like, why didn't you say you were reporting? Yeah. Because of it's a big thing in Lucha. Culture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The big no-no. Because I say that because no, your mask. Kayla Braxton was interviewing Dragon Lee. And she asked him what inspires him to be in the ring. And he's just happy to be there. Apparently, Cedric Alexander came out. Yeah. And I think they basically just challenged each other to a match later that night. Whatever. We have the second match, which is Chelsea Green versus Shotzi Blackheart. Yes. Shotzi wins. Moving on. Yes. We have John Cena and Paul Heyman segment. John Cena basically comes out welcoming everybody to SmackDown. He gets on like, hey guys, I'm near the end of my career. I don't know if I can keep doing this. And he's like, I don't know like if I still have your respect. Blah, blah, blah. He basically just is like, hey, guys, I don't know. But then he turns around and he's like, well, I can still do it. It's like, okay, John Cena, you really you really do know how to work a crowd, though. Yeah. He does. Paul Heyman comes out. He, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, my name yeah. is Paul. And he basically gives his whole intro. But he's not here. He says he's not here for because of Roman. And I think basically what he does is... He thanks John Cena for his service. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Other stuff. And I think all this is just to make it to where, like, Cena's going to have another match against Solo Sokoa. Yes. Yes. That's all it is. We have our third match of the night, which is Dragon Lee and Cedric Alexander. Dragon Lee wins. Yeah. I think it's now confirmed that Dragon Lee has officially moved. From NXT to SmackDown. I think he is on SmackDown now. Um, We have a Bianca Bello promo. Basically, she's saying she's back, and she's going after EO Sky for the championship. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. We all knew that was coming. And then the main event was LA Knight versus Jimmy Uso. LA Knight Mm -hmm. wins. Yeah. Okay. But afterwards, Roman Reigns basically gets... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. He does not get the upper hand. The week before Roman had the upper hand with the spear so tall. This time, Knight avoids the spear and yep. get, hits um, Roman Reigns with the BFT. Yep. Ending week one. I'm sorry if y'all are with this quick vibe, but we're trying to move through this. Yes. All right. We have last night. We start with Roman Reigns and LA Knight. Yep. And it's more back and forth. They're saying, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. Yep. It's really just more promo for their match today. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. The first match is we have Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. They yeah. have a pretty good match. Yes, yes. Owens wins because he's Kevin Owens. Kathy Kelly is interviewing Bianca backstage. She mentions that Bianca is trying to right a wrong in her match with her match later. Right with Bailey, she has a you know she has a history and she doesn't really like that. And basically, what happens is Bianca gets into a brawl with Damage Control mm-hmm. and Nick Aldis and a name I would never thought I'd be saying in twenty twenty three, Kenny Dijkstra, had mm. to break up a brawl. I'm like, why did you drop that name? He's still is he still with them? Oh. Logan Paul runs into Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits. He wants to remain humble before he knocks out Ray. Blah blah blah. Other stuff happens. We have a match between... Calm down. 
Charlotte Flair and Shotzi Blackheart versus Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Charlotte Flair and Shotzi Blackheart win. Obviously, just keep pushing down Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin. I don't yeah, think they deserve yeah, to be yeah. champion. We have another John Cena solo segment. Again, they're doing some back and forth, hyping up yeah. their match tonight or today. And now we have another thing. Nick Aldis confronts Bailey and Damage Control because Bailey has that match against Bianca Belair that night. Yes. You know, they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, we're going to win, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, if you're so confident, we're going to make this. The rest of damage control is barred from ringside. Ooh, yeah. So, there's that. We have the third match, which is pretty deadly versus the Balling Brutes, and a good old-fashioned Donnie Brook. A good old-fashioned Donnie Brook. Which, pretty deadly win. Surprisingly, because you think that'd be a lot more... um, Pushing. Well, they're really pushing yeah. pretty deadly. Well, well, good for them. Um, Nick Aldis have a conversation with Paul Heyman. Heyman wants to offer Aldis some wisdom. Aldis tells Heyman to make it quick. Heyman says that LA Knight is going to need a lot of medical attention tomorrow. He's been around some moments for a very long time and claims that tomorrow will be the most rat- savage Roman has ever been. Whatever. We have Ray Mysterio and Logan Paul's weigh-in. Do they actually weigh them in? Or I it I think it's a special thing they do. They actually made him in. Paul two thirteen and Ray Mysterio one seventy five. Mm. They have a little standoff. Nothing really happens. I don't think they call Logan calls Ray dead be dead. Logan says that he's full ambition and passion. Yeah. Logan pats Ray on the forehead. Aldous reminds both gentlemen about the no contact rule. Ray says that he wants to make one thing perfectly clear. Ray proceeds to slap Logan in the face and attacks him with the microphone at the end. <laughs> did the second. So there, yeah, it's. I think it was in Saudi Arabia. Was it? I think that I was, was in Saudi. Who recorded something like that? But yeah, it's just like for all. It that. wasn't Saudi. Um, and then the main event was Bailey versus Bianca Belair. We did have Bianca Belair winning the match. Yes. But it doesn't look like damage control came out. Yeah. Maybe not. It was so, just them. Yeah. She hit the KOD with the victory, and then Belair again puts her, puts Bailey through the table to close the show. Yeah. So, huh? so, which is weird because I think that's a, kind of a heel thing to do. It's like after yeah. you win the match, you attack them again. Could she become a heel? I think so. I mean, People have been kind of speculating that to happen. People have been liking that if they were going to do that. But anyway. But that's all a SmackDown. Really, all these were were a lot of, it's a lot of hype for Crown Jewel. Yes. Nothing else I really want to add. Anything for you? No. All right. That's all a SmackDown. All right. Now we're going to do our predictions for Crown Jewel. The first match we have is actually a pre-show match. This is a pro do a lot recently. We have Sami Zayn versus J.D. McDonough. It could be happening right now. Who knows? But I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Honestly, it's a... It's the Saudi crowd. Saudi crowd. Pre-show match. It's going to be Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. There we go. Now, this... uh, Now we're going to go in order of how Wikipedia has it. We have Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. This match could go in any direction. Yes, because I feel like Seth is if kind it, of nearing. If, I don't think it's going to be first, the, though, because of there's another match. 
that going to heavily involve something. Well, let's go with the match I think will happen before, which is Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Yes. I, but it's not for the reason you may think. I think because so we go for the Cody Rhodes with Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I'm going to say Seth wins, but Damian cashes in and wins. That, oh. Seth wins the match, but Damian cashes in and walks out as the as the World Heavyweight Championship. Interesting. I think this is where they finally pull the trigger. Uh, this is it. I I like that. I don't. I don't see. I honestly don't see a cash in. I don't know what to think about the cash in. It's see weird. It. It's weird. I, I can see that. it. They're all there. Uh, well, I'll I'll pick but, Seth to win that match as well. I'm not going to say anything about the cash in. I'll I'll pick Seth to win that as well. All right. So the next match: Io Sky versus Bianca Belair. Who do you have winning? It's tough to. I think. Yeah. Okay. I do. I think Io Sky will win to make her feud with. No. No. Wait. No. This is Bianca will win. Bailey will cost her the match. Ooh. See, Thus setting up. Bailey versus Io with Survivor Series. That could easily happen. I. I think it's going to be Io, and it's going to be with shenanigans. That's just all I'm going to say. Io yeah. with shenanigans, and so Io's going to win. Next, we have Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. Who do you have winning this match? It's for the United States Championship. Logan's on a part-time contract. Sure, he got the big match with Roman, just so he could draw eyes to it. I think that's what this match is kind of for as well. Mm. Rey Mysterio is going to win. He got the he got the win at SummerSlam. Due for a loss, I don't see him getting a championship in the WWE with how the part-time he is. Logan what do Paul. you think? Logan Paul is going to need this match. Because, yes, he got the SummerSlam win, but also, that's his only win he's had this year. And you're not going to have this big megastar keep losing matches just to beat. Really think about it, though. He is a huge draw for WWE. Why would you keep having him come in just to keep losing? Yes, he's lost. Yes, he went to SummerSlam. But just for him to lose every other match, people can pretty much predict, like, oh, he's going to lose anyway. I think he's going to win in the United States Championship. And maybe he'll be on it a little bit more, and then someone else will win it back. Huh. Because, uh, because. Ricochet is going to win it later. He's going to take it from Logan. Because he's not done with Ricochet. I'll stick to my prediction, but that is a very good prediction. We have John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. I think John Cena is going to get it. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. it's going to be a good match. Yeah. But John Cena will walk out victorious. Now, we have Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Zoe, Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez. Who do you have winning this match? I with the start with the push and the stardom Rhea's in now. I don't see her losing this. 
even though it's a fatal five-way and anyone could win it at this point, I really don't see her losing it at this point. Wow, we were really differing this these predictions because I'm going to say what they're going to do is Nia Jax is going to win, but she's not going to pin Rhea. She's going to pin someone else. It protects Rhea because she technically doesn't lose because the way they've been pushing Nia as well, Nia can easily win. I don't see any of the other three winning. Yes. I, yes. Now, don't get me wrong. I want Rhea to win. I think Nia Jax is going to win. Okay. Now, we have the main event. Yes. Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. I, I mean, we all want LA Knight to win. Yes. And I... Mm, I gotta say, Roman, I don't think they're gonna have him lose it here. I think it's a WrestleMania he loses it. I really hate to say it, but I agree with you. I am cheering for LA Knight the entire way. Very much so. And but I it's it's Cody finishing the story. Yeah. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah. That's how it's gonna be. So we have our decisions. We had you both had Sammy. Yes. We both said Seth. Yes. But I said Damien's going to walk out. Um, We both said Cody. I said Io. You said Bianca. Yes. Because that's what set that up. I said Logan. You said R- Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, We both said John Cena. You said Ripley. I said Jax. Yes. So. And then I, and we both said Roman Reigns. We did vary a lot this So, one. yeah, a little more. But yeah. that is all we have. For this, I believe. Anything else you want to add? No. But, yeah. So, I think that this this podcast now. Remember, we're on all podcast places. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All the ones you can think of are probably on there. Um, You want to take us out? Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good day and God bless.